Good morning, UGC. How's it going? Happy Saturday. We're hanging out today, guys. We've got a lot of good things to talk about. I wanted to bring back some growth. We're going to talk about Facebook grow systems, whatever that yeah, means. Yeah, they're uh, good Scotty, ones, man. <laughs> okay. Uh, as well as do stressed plants cry? I think maybe. so. I think I can feel it when I see it, you know. Uh, we'll get a little science it, behind it, maybe. Are drybacks a myth? Which don't get confused. To me, that just means simply letting your plants dry out between waterings to a certain degree. It sounds yeah. scientific. Drybacks. But are they a myth? That's not a myth. Come on. Uh, let's um, see. We'll, we'll talk about the science in it. What do you do with your trim? By trim now, are we meaning sugar trim? We're not, we're meaning like just sugared up leaves trim, something we're going to do edibles like that. or Sounds like a discussion. Okay. And more importantly, more importantly, special guest today, guys, hanging out on a Saturday. Rasta Jeff is in the house, man. I'm yeah. excited. Okay, Thanks for having me, guys. It's good to be here again. It's been a minute. Grandpa, I don't Rasta believe Jeff. Is, is it a recording, man? Is it real? Is he really there, sir? I am here, bro. I am in the house. Well, I'm in Um, this house. Damn, man. What's up, brother? I'm hanging out, bro. Spending a good afternoon with you guys. Spending a morning with you guys. Uh, I took a few dabs. Had a good day. Now it's DGC time. Let's talk to these people and teach them how to grow the best weed they can possibly grow. I love it. Why do I look like I just came out of the bathroom? You look like you uh, just left a skate park or something, man. You know? going on that's just a hoodie bro it's just a hoodie and a hat bro it's kind of cold it's colorado man i'm amazed you're uh, so laxed in the robe i'd be freezing right now uh my boy nice guy kenny doesn't go anywhere without his jacket and his hat and just re- we won't take it off for nothing man his jacket his hat and his water bottle it's his colorado gear it fits in perfect that's it bro it has to know scoots away Grow from your heart podcast. Uh, I read genetics, great grower, a wealth of knowledge. So glad to have you on. And I was asking you, I searched your name. I was like, let me search up Rasta Jeff. I was just trying to check something or find your site. And then for sure enough, images come up. And I know you have dreads. But I had no idea that your dreads were this long, guys. Like, check it out. You, How long have you been growing these bad boys? Uh, these dreads are 18 years. They turned 18 years old in February. Whoa. So 18 years worth of dreadlocks. I measured them at the state fair. They've got one of those, you must be this tall to ride this ride. The dreadlocks <laughs> are tall enough to ride most of the rides. They were uh, 56 inches when I measured them at the fair. I would guess they're closer to 60 inches at this point. And that's kind of an old picture you got up there. That's from 2021. Wow. Man, you must be yeah, at least I mean, this high to ride to... this ride, huh? <laughs> I like it. Yes, the dreadlocks can ride the rides. Oh, I can just picture hurting myself. I mean, I guess, you you know, it's second nature. You always know they're there, but like getting caught in something or like just freaking. Yeah, uh, I tie them up on my head if I'm going somewhere, if I'm working in a garden, they're tied up for sure. They, they'll clean off a table. They'll get stuck on plants. They'll break off branches. <laughs> uh, they're definitely. Yeah. Yeah. They're problematic. Wow. Clear off a table. I love it. It gets caught in one plant. You keep walking and then they all go. Uh, the whole table just drags behind me. I was a bud tender for a long time when they were shorter. And I learned quickly that I had to keep them tied up working as a bud tender because I weighed an eighth and turned to get the container and turned back. And there was no eighth there. My dreadlocks just sweeped it right <laughs> off the table. So we learned quickly to keep the dreadlocks out of the way. Hey, Grambo, do me a favor. Those are some long ass dreadlocks. Do The next picture I got, man. Oh, it, yeah, the, uh, this is this is what I put on my Facebook. See if it's is it up? Yeah. This is, you still got a ways to go, man. You still got a ways to go. (laughs) That can't be real, right? We're looking at a girl with like a 20 foot braid walking around the mall. looks like a giant snake. Hey, lady, there's a snake. I was going to say, it looks like a cobra. Got a cobra falling. Oh, that is totally, obviously a social media stunt. Who in the hell would drag their hair on the floor through a mall? Like that's, that's, that's. That's weird, man. What happens if they get too long? What happens if they touch the floor, man? What do you do? Okay. I haven't you thought that far yet, bro. Haven't thought that far yet. We'll figure it out when they get there, I guess. It's a deep thoughts, man. I'm toward I warned Scotty for those listening, like I want the Saturday show to have a little grow in it. I'm like, dude, sometimes I think you're like, was it Tosh Didn't he have a show like just about reviewing yeah. weird shit on the internet or something? Yep. He did. 
And it was one of my favorite shows. Imagine that, man. <laughs> yeah, that's what we do. Grambo, what did you call it? Growers React. We did that on Sunday. We have so much fun with stuff like this that I like to share it with my friends. I don't get to hang out with Rusty Jeff and laugh so much or you. Uh, so it's really fun to do it, man. I'll remind you, this guy's. if you're listening to this, it is supported by Real Growers, realgrowers.com, Recharge, and Grow Dots, dudesworld.ca if you're in Canada. You want some recharge and grow dots in the Great yeah. White North? If you want to calling that because it's not just the Great White North. I'm on the uh, the. I'm not on the Sunshine Coast. I wish I was, but uh, I always have to defend it. We'll say Scotty. I'm like, damn it, I'm not in the Great White North right now. Um, although a lot of Canada is frozen. Uh, also, off, pros yeah. pros list has been redone. Check out its beauty. Dudegrows.com forward slash pros. All the coupon codes are listed there for products when you're shopping for your grow. And DGC producers, uh, Jeff, you run some uh, a Patreon, don't you, to, to help support your podcast? Yes, I do. I do have a Patreon. Thank you. It's uh, patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. Yeah, for us content creators, um, since Ross and Jeff's on, it's super important, man, supporting our shows. I know Dude Grow Show couldn't do it without the DGC producers. Um, it's a huge backbone to help pay bills, help pay the team. Uh, tons of benefits. Hates for itself, guys, as I say, with all the deals, precedes. Uh, discounts on the real growth recharge and the community. Okay, Scotty always tells me, don't forget about the community, man. Super important to see growers helping growers. Um, so I'm going to shout out a few, Scotty. You want to start off today? We just got a couple here. Absolutely. The husband and wife grow team. All right. I'm glad to see you're still getting along and growing together. Uh, my grow was, was, was my safe place, man. You know, my wife would be like, don't you want, don't you have anything to do in the grow? <laughs> <laughs> toadstool mushroom pants yes that sounds fun or you just you just say you do like your girl's perfect there's nothing to be done but you're like i got so much work in the grow you're just in there sitting in a chair listening to a podcast or something hanging out just go down uh, there and cry dudegrows.com yeah. dude forward slash support guys check out the details there let's start the show officially what's growing on this saturday morning man you got did you we, did this uh, go ahead scotty what? Did we even acknowledge Banner? Banner, have we said hello yet, man? Who, what? <laughs> What's up, brother? Hey, good morning. Good morning, sir. Good morning. All right, now we can do our thing, man. It's not a Saturday unless Banner's Welcome to out. the five cent. Oh, oh. hell of a Friday night, want- man. Scotty wanted to talk a little uh, little events, specifically like cannabis competition events. There's the Emerald Cup. There's the DDC Cup. There's the Cowboy Cup. Um, I don't even know if there really is a cannabis cup. I don't know if High Time stayed in that game at all. Right. It's yeah, got to be tough, it man. Go on, Scotty. It- it's got to be tough uh, to do that, like uh, a big contest. We did just a small one, 300 people, 50 strains, and it was it was a lot to learn the first time we did it. <clears throat> so uh, I can only imagine there's hundreds of strains for the Emerald Cup. So, uh, Jeff, you've been, right? I've not been to the Emerald Cup. I've no. been to some of the bigger uh, High Times Cannabis Cups, and I've been to, of course, the Dude Grows Cups and sure. a lot of other cups and events. Uh, my favorite just... is the Concentrated Cups, but... Yeah, I know where you're headed with this, so I'll let you keep going. <laughs> well, I just I guess the conversation of how do you judge a cup that big? You know, when as these are getting bigger, it's even tough in all reality to judge all 50 strains. You're not going to be able to smoke yeah. all 50 strains oh. in the DGC cup. But uh, and, right. and Banner, I'm sure you got some great lots of categories. It, but do you? It looks like there uh, you submit your entry before, like a month before. They give it to judges. The judges hang out with their testing kit for uh, you know a month or so, and they find their favorites. You know, the true best of the best. Because <clears throat> you can't really judge on buzz here. You know, oh my god, I love that one. It didn't have the greatest flavor, but it gave me the best buzz. I was so creative and uplifting. I mean, something like that should have. You know, a lot more. It should have some weight as a, as opposed to just. Uh, I just flavor. love that your 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 talking tool is a handheld volcano. Like people that. <laughs> that uh, what the hell's going on? The talking. When volcano. I put this down, I'm done talking. Volcano, yeah, talking plastic. plenty. Oh man, I've been smoking shake out of this thing. Just because so, I have a bunch of shake, and it's been doing great. Man. So don't you think that That's like it, it makes it that much more important for just your average person, let's say, to be able to taste. Some of those buds. So, like, obviously, the the judging is always going to be subjective. Right. But it sure would be cool if, if like, usual people 
could also have access to to those buds and try it for themselves. And then they know whether like, hey, these, this seems like it's paid for or, hey, that's great, but it's not for me. Yeah, you know, that's what some of the uh, the new events, they actually team up with dispensaries and you can buy a judge's kit at a dispensary. So anybody can walk into the dispensary and just say, hey, I want to buy one of the judges kits. And you actually get a box with the list of all the mm. I don't know if there's a list, but you get all the numbered entries and a little judging chart and you get to vote right. on yours. And you actually get to turn that in online and participate in and, one of the bigger cannabis. Now that's cool. And you don't even have to barely leave your house. You know what I'm saying? Right. Sounds fun. Right. If you're in the right state, it may get delivered to you. It could get delivered right to your door if you're in the right state. Wow. And that's uh, my take I was like, then. Go ahead, Brett. No, go ahead, no, no, no. Hit it. I'm sitting back. Right, you're the guest. Uh, you hit it. So if, if we're going to an event that's all about finding the best weed, I think a perfect 10 has uh, – there are visual cues that tell me that's a 10 or that is not. So if you want a perfect 10, it's got to have the flavor, the aroma. It's got to be trimmed properly, dried and cured properly. It's got to smoke well. It's got to – burn well in the bowl or the joint however i smoke it it's got to give me the effect it's got to give me the eye the mouth flavor the eye buzz sure. i want but sure. i can see a lot of that just by looking at it so i can if you give me 50 samples i can probably knock out 10 or 20 of them that aren't perfect tens just because they weren't trimmed properly because that's if you want a perfect 10 the best weed it's got to also look good and have the visual if you want a 10 if you want to win it's got to have everything so i can see that move a bunch of those to the side and then that only gives me 30 more to smoke and in a month that's <laughs> I could probably do two or three a day. Sure. Um, some of them I could tell by the smell. I'm going to go, that's not for me just because we've got our own terp selector. You know, some flavors are for you. Some are not for you. So now I'm probably down to 20 out of 30 that I've got to smoke. That makes it a lot easier. Just a short process of elimination. That's just because I'm, I think I'm looking, if I'm going for a contest for a competition, I'm looking for the 10 and the, so the sevens and the eights, they're they're going to get pushed aside really quickly. So right away, you're saying without even smoking, you could probably walk around as quick as possible just to hone in on visuals. And if you have a chance even to smell a jar, you're like, okay, hey, that definitely, you know, it doesn't even smell up to what I'm going to try. I want to start getting first to, because obviously you can't judge highness, at least on the, on the um, way our format is for the DDC Cup. I love exactly. it because it's simplicity. One day, people's choice, is it completely 100% fair? I don't know, but I like how easy it is and how like just you can go at it. And Scotty, you probably just challenged a bunch of people by saying, nobody can try the 50 strains. We've had some people hey, try the 50 strains. Of course you can take 50 hits of weed out of a one Of course you can. I'll be stuck. I'll I've be hit stuck this thing food, 50 so times already. 50 samples. Yes, Ross and Jeff, that's good. We, we should announce that. You are going to be at the DGC Cup with some great genetics. I wish you could yes. keep it like hip. Can you just say you're going to have a hot drop? You're going to drop it like it's hot at the DGC <laughs> Cup? Tap in like all the cool kids say. No, there'll be fresh stuff. Uh, there will be DGC exclusives. I'm holding things back uh, just for the Dude Gross Cup. So there'll be <laughs> brand new fresh awesome. drops. That is accurate. Yes, yes. Good to hear. Oh. I, if I can get back into the conversation, because you are a breeder, I know you breed for like that arises for real strong, vigorous growth. Uh, what do you do as far as when you're uh, when you're judging cannabis? What are the most important things you judge for? For me, I would say strength. I've smoked some uh, uh, Jamaican outdoor before, which gave me such an uplifting buzz where I was like, I love this stuff. It doesn't look that great. But man, for, uh, you know, for my for my head, it was amazing. So that would maybe right. be that's one of my top favorite weeds I've ever smoked you know it didn't look that good that makes that makes perfect sense but they weren't entering that into a cup if they would have trimmed it that would have been a cup winner maybe right um for breeding it was not I, trimmed. I basically it depends on my goal like when i start breeding when i've got plant a and plant b i already have an idea of what i'm hoping for or what i predict will come out of that from what i've seen from the plants i think this will happen so i'm i've already got a goal before i even put the plants in the room but i look for uh, the growth, the structure, how does it grow? Does it grow with vigor? Does it grow with a good shape? Do I need to support it real early or is it strong? Um, how does it flower? Does it flower quickly? Does it flower slow? Uh, then can it handle problems? If, can I give it drought stress, heat stress, uh, too much water, too much cold? Hey man, you're talking about the phenotypes, all these different phenotypes. So you get what, a pack of 10 seeds, something like that. How many phenotypes do you typically get? And then just since we're talking to a breeder and I don't know much about breeding, uh, is that where it comes in? That that's where the S1 and all that stuff comes in uh, as oh, far as. That's, yeah, that's a lot. That's already a lot to talk about. Uh, phenotypes in a pack of 10, 
Um, it kind of depends on how the breeding was done and how uh, stable that line is. That's where the word stability comes in. Sure. If the seeds are F1s, which is the first filial generation of that cross, uh, you're going to see probably a good population that look just like a mixture of the mom and dad. You'll see a bunch that look like mom and a bunch that look like dad. Uh, and then you'll see things in between there. In the F2, you're going to see things that look like mom, things that look like dad, things that look like both. And then we're going to see things that look like grandma and grandpa on each side. In wow. The F2. Okay. So you're going to see a lot of different phenotypes. And then when you make the F3s, if you do it right, that's when you start narrowing down the, uh, the phenotypes will be more uniform. That's when you start getting to the more stable genetics. That's, that's the proper it. word of stable. Got it. Is so, there, is there a clue when I look at your, at, that your packs, uh, is there a clue that I should be looking for to see, you know, how stable they are? Is that uh, the most F2 of what making, or whatever? Most of what I put out is an F1, unless I indicate on the pack, it'll say F2 or F3, but most of them are F1s. Uh, I've got uh, pretty, pretty good breeding pairs. I've worked with them so long that I've got a pretty good idea of what they're going to make. Right. So most phenotypes that you get from me or most plants you get from me are probably going to display about four or five, maybe six main phenotypes. I kind of put them into categories, you know, like sure. the one that looks like mom, the one that looks like dad, the one that looks like both. And then there's always the weirdo. There's always a weirdo in all packs. Me. Yeah. I don't look like mom or okay. dad, man. I got to ask. I look like show, a male, man. Scotty had said something along the lines this uh, past Thursday on the show about how plants, I think he said some are not going to do good outside at all some are bred you know for inside some are bred for outside in your catalog sure. and i said let me ask a breeder so in your catalog of seeds would you claim it that any of them would do better indoors than outdoors or do you believe i was like dude a seed a plant's going to do good either way there's different pressures of um, course but no i definitely think that some of my stuff does much better outdoors than indoors uh the morning dew thrives outside the sun kiss does really well outside uh, the Congo cross, it won't finish outside. It takes so long that it'll be snowed on and frozen before that thing's done here right. in Colorado. So a lot about a lot of that is regional. But yeah, a lot of it is some of the plants. It's not the, necessarily that they were bred for that. It's more they were right. selected for that. Sure. So if you bought that pack of seeds and I found my phenotype and grew it indoors, that's the one for indoors. But if you grow outdoors, you could find the phenotype that's outdoors. But my indoor phenotype, those- if you take it outside, it might freak out on you. One of those outdoor ones again that you recommend in your catalog? Uh, Morning Dew is a great one. Morning Dew, yes. You know, you don't have to think too hard to think that Morning Dew and Sun Kiss might be outdoor strains. I see what you did there, okay? (laughs) Um, Let's let's laugh at some of these. I don't know if it's laugh or not. You said Facebook systems so what's up with facebook grow systems i will use facebook and i will uh <laughs> i will scroll and i guess you know how you click on something and it's just uh it's just on from there like they will just inundate you with ads uh yeah good luck even saying this one so they inundated me with all these dumb grow systems and i don't know i figured we'd review them maybe they're dumb maybe they're not this one's a grow fridge basically this is the grow box. No, this is Hey Abby. And it's just a little, it looks like what one iCat cannabis does is a fridge. And I'm sure that thing's got to be six, seven hundred bucks, right? Oh, for sure. 500. Probably it's not worth it. Oh, 500? 500. 500. Okay. Yeah. It's so 200 off right now, though, Scott. It's 200 off funny. regularly, 700. It's just so fun funny. About hey Abby, you can say, Hey Abby, and then make a command and it will do it. So everything that we say now, Hey Abby, people's grows are doing that. So if I say, Hey Abby, open the door, people's grown door, doors just opened because I said oh, that. That is funny as hell, man. I like that. I like that. That's hey, cool. Abby, throw me some day. Anyway, then you click to the next one. The next one, actually, the next one is interesting. Click on the Grow Ace, if you would. Is this just a deep water culture system here? I can't tell what this is. An air, or it's an aquaponic or an aeroponics. It says Air Cube Systems. And again, this is right about that sweet spot, five, six hundred bucks. But there is a lot of of components to that, or at least I guess not too many. I don't know what that timer thing is in the middle. It says it's an ebb and flow system. Ah, gotcha. Okay. So at least we're getting into real technology here. I could see that actually yielding the grow ace. And then it's an air pot, so it prunes, it lets it, that's a porous, so it can, the air roots can penetrate the pot and actually air prune themselves. You ever do any hydroponics or anything like that? 
Jeff? Uh, I do all my clones in hydro. I like to do the easy cloners. Uh, I make really yeah. fat, healthy, fast clones. So yeah, yeah I do that. I agree. Then they go into dirt. So, well, sometimes they do cocoa and people, some people consider cocoa hydro. So sometimes ah. I guess. Cocoa is hydro. That should be a shirt, right? Wear that around a DGC a, cup. That is a good shirt. Make it, dude. <laughs> How big of plants make can it. you grow I do like that? these. I like these systems if they're, if they're running right, it can make growing pretty easy. I mean, granted, I know there's a lot of points. Got to say things can go wrong. pHs can go off. Temps can go. Our pump cannot work right. But people that I've seen, I've sold a bit of systems uh, working in hydroponic retail. The reason that people like them is when they get dialed in, they're like can go away for a week. Uh, you know, yeah. they don't have to worry about overwatering or underwatering. And so definitely has some benefit. If this thing looks cute, I like the color of the containers. They're like adorable blue. Dude, I can see science, science kitty. All right, so we'll put that one on the maybe list. All of these sure. seem a little overcomplicated, kind of is the, the joke in my mind. Uh, but Amazon does want to sell me this. I can see this in both Rasta Jeff's house and dude's background right here, man. It's just I like, like the herb stack. I like right. everything. Yeah, I like everything about it, except that it's got to be hydroponic, right? <laughs> look how happy this couple is. Ooh, they do look yeah, they're super happy. They're loving it. Yeah. Throw <laughs> their little bok choys all organically Damn. in the kitchen there. So that's not for well, weed, but down. it is kind of cool. <laughs> right? You know some new commercial grower a- bought five of those for his new clone space somewhere. You know he did. Aww. I'm about to buy two myself. <laughs> well, here, click the next one because this is this is kind of homage to the OG right here. Oh. What's that oh. look like? The Aerospring? <laughs> that's a Phototron right me there, man. Dude. That is, but do me a favor, Grandpa, click the next one. We're laughing because <clears throat> this is the original, like, when I was a kid, I would see this. And when I was like, 20, 21, I'm like, dude, I want to grow my own weed. What if I got a warehouse full of phototrons? And like, come on, look at the reality of it. <laughs> How tall is oh. that plant in there? Maybe 10 inches at the end? That poor plant, man. I mean, if plants are alive, that thing is today. screaming at you, man. Screaming. Right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. I don't know, man. It's just took me down memory banner, lane. Why is Banner being so quiet over there? You got him, got him, got him working, Scotty. Yes. On some- <laughs> <laughs> hey, I did want to say though. All right, Banner, hop in on this. You got the tent behind you. These are six, seven hundred bucks, and I'm just screaming at my computer. Just spend a G. Spend a G getting an AC Infinity setup. Spend six hundred dollars to get an AC Infinity setup. Get a four by four for a grand, and that's how you're actually really going to grow some weed. And I'm not. trying to turn this into a commercial for AC Infinity just so happens they have a good deal on a kit. But by spending a grand on some on some real gear uh, that will last you. I mean, this is a carbon filter. It's got its own separate environment uh, with environmental controls. I mean, a good LED light. Man, it is. I just want to scream to people that are. I guess I could just comment, but that'd be douchey. Uh, Yo, just buy a real tent, get some real equipment instead of buying all this plastic stuff. Off Facebook. You're totally right. You're totally right. Set yourself up for success. Why would you buy cheap junk? Invest in your product. Why would you buy cheap junk if you want a good quality outcome? You can't grow the dankest weed if you got the toys for equipment. Get the good stuff. You're totally right. Get a tent. Spend a thousand. It's not a commercial, Scotty. It's a shout out because AC Infinity did come along with complete kits and I've ran their their fans were the thing the first into the growers game. They're in many other industries that were amazing with how quiet they were and the controlling options that came with them. And now that they put these full kits together with good LEDs, oscillating clip fans in the tent, that's dope, man. So if you guys are picking one up on Amazon, coupon code DUDEGROWS10 or go straight to their site, AC Infinity, coupon code DUDEGROWS will hook you up across the board. Why would you want to shop? I was just thinking some people say they have to shop on Amazon. I guess that's because like their their wife's credit card. Like I do that sometimes. Like I'm gonna get some shit, but I don't got no money. And my wife's credit cards in there already. Oh, sorry, I was I was gonna say just when you say Amazon, look at Banner's dead eyes over there, man. <laughs> I will tell you, as convenient as Amazon is, it is really they corner the market on uh, online selling. So support your local uh, e-tailer, buy from their website because, man, they are a, a behemoth. And they kind of control local, your e-commerce, man. It's scary. Huh? My local grow shop is gone, and I think it's because we all shop on Amazon. 
Yeah, agreed. I mean, you can't change, you know, I mean, it is the way of the world that we're doing a lot of shopping online, but you can buy from realgrowers.com or you can buy from Amazon's real growers store. And, uh, you know, Amazon owns and, you know, really controls uh, both sides of that transaction. So it's kind of scary. Whoa. They're taking Whoa. over, man. They're frightened. taking over, man. I frightened and confused everyone. No, I had, uh, I don't know, Discord's really good at muting stuff, but I had some dogs going crazy in the background, so I muted myself. It was very <laughs> distracting for a moment. Hey, I got one. Job. If, if you want, I got a conversation starter. Believe it or not, <laughs> man. I came with notes. Did anybody see Scientific America had a uh, uh, article out recently where they tested, they put up microphones to plants, uh, you know, like really uh, powerful microphones, and they found out that they definitely make noises when they're stressed, especially water stress. They put out these like popping sounds. Yeah. Yeah. And I wonder just what animals can hear it. And uh, uh, it's just interesting. No, I think it's neat that. Yeah, insects, you know, we talk about the uh, sick plants and stress plants being more prone to insect attacks. Can they hear it? I'll do, sitting, I'll do a little, narrating, little narration on here. Plants that need water or have recently had their stems cut. Wow, even cutting. Produce up to 35 sounds per hour, the authors found. But well-hydrated and uncut plants are much quieter making only about one sound per hour. The reason you probably never heard a thirsty plant make a noise is the sounds are ultrasonic, about 20 to 100 kilohertz. That means they're so high-pitched that very few humans could hear them. See, I knew I'm one that can. I swear sometimes (laughs) I'm like, why did I just think about watering those? I'm not thinking about anything else. It's not a watering day. It's completely out of my mind. And I'll go, sometimes I'll be by a plant. Dude, that's really dry. I'm hearing the shit. A plant whisperer, Scotty. Disturbance in the force. The yeah, plant I, listener. Um, Jeff, when they said you, cut the plant, go ahead. Yes. Go. I was just going to ask Jeff if he okay. thinks there's anything to it. If he thinks there's anything, you know, oh, you know believe- loving in her eyes that spends time with her plants, swears that's the difference maker. What about you? Oh, I believe it. Yeah, they definitely feel energy. They know when we're there and they know when we're not there. Uh, I play music for them when I leave because I feel like they enjoy music. I treat them uh, almost like pets. They're more pets to me than they are just plants. They just can't run around in the yard and I don't have to take them to the dog park when it snows. Yeah, I feel like they know. They enjoy, uh, that's why I don't go in there if I'm angry or frustrated or whatever. If I'm like not in the right zone in my head, I'll go smoke and fill out before I even go in the grow so that I don't take a funky vibe in there. Whoa, man, you're taking it to the next level, man. I'll go in with that. There's a little, there's a little link here to play it. um, What the the sounds they're recording. You um, want to try to listen to it? Should I play it? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, hit it. It's interesting. All right, let's check it out. I'll see if we can hear it. No, it really wasn't that interesting, actually. It's a horse code. <laughs> yeah, I really figured out that it's actually a language. Holy shit. That is interesting. Oh, my God. I think God. a fly landed That's on the microphone. That's a signal, bro. That would freak me out so bad if put it in the chat GPT and let I have, it I have full expectations that that is... I mean, Scotty, that's, right. a, that's a real good. communicating AI something. that no one's using is shit like decoding this. This is a real, that's a real application for these AI softwares that will be used in the future. Right. Very cool. I asked AI who Rasta Jeff was. Oh, what it say? Rasta Jeff is, a, well, you've got to kill that. They just kill <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah, kill me. Kill me. Rasta Jeff is a well-known personality in the cannabis community, particularly in the state of Colorado, USA. He's a cannabis advocate, educator, and podcast host who is known for his passion and knowledge of cannabis cultivation, strains, genetics, and consumption methods. Dude, it said, I don't know any notable person named Scotty Real. When I when when I Aww. asked, yeah, yeah, Aww. it said so, the same thing. But about it knows me. way too much about me. Apparently, it did a pretty good job, right? It did all that. I would say all that's accurate. I know the guy now. That's all accurate. Uh, chat you T- want to this is all AI. Yeah, right? Chat GPT is right. making him blush. Look. <laughs> <laughs> this is all a Grambo creation. <laughs> yes, it is. Hey, I thought that was I cool, man. Blush. I have to admit in the sidebar here, Scotty, after you showed that um, stackable uh, hydroponic mm-hmm. system, I'm, yeah. I'm like, damn, I'm like, dude, I, might, I want one of these for my kitchen. Because when Jeff said that, <laughs> 
putting plants in places where it's apical, like, so having edible plants growing in the kitchen and you spend a lot of time in the kitchen, which means they're going to hear you a lot. You're going to give them a lot of care. You're going to make sure they do awesome. Right. That's why Jeff, my, uh, my main grow tent, uh, upstairs is by the back door. It's a good place for it too. But I go in and out that door multiple times during the day. So I'm always, it's like, okay, is that, yeah, is that good? Look the window. So it's good when, you know, your grow's not, which a lot of times it is, tucked away in your basement. Not that many people forget about their grow that easy, but I like placing plants and things in places where I'm going to be by them on a daily basis. Um, I'll let you know what system I get. I want to grow some, you got me getting my hydroponic bug back. It's been a long time. Let me see your foyer grow. Hashtag foyer grow. Yes. I like foyer. 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 Right in the front, right in the front room. But who's got it? Hey, uh, dude, oh, you asked, I, I was, I was going to say, you what? asked me uh, to put a little more grow talk on the Saturday show. And since I knew Jeff was coming, I made it kind of grow talk heavy. Um, but do you mind if I shout out to another content creator that I just became aware of? It sounds like you're setting me up for a joke, but go ahead. No, no, not actually. It's just Dr. MJ Coco. Okay. Do you think he's a real doctor? Dr. MJ Coco. I like it. Uh, this is the guy I was talking about where I caught his video about uh, drybacks, whether drybacks are a myth. And man, we can get right into it. Anybody want to talk? Wait, about right wrong? when I clicked, right when I clicked on this video, first off, YouTube has to have it wrong. It said this video may be inappropriate for some users. And I click, I wish to proceed. And it's just Dr. Coco. Like, Hate how it. could it be inappropriate for any user? Now, dude, you just stumbled Damn, upon what viewers of weird. the Dude Grow Show come across all the time. So when we say age gating, it's not just the age gating. Like, no, it's like showing it threatens you. Like, that plant material is probably what did it right there. Yeah, so that's exactly what the DGC yeah. encounter all the time. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's talk any about video. Yes, sir. Any video I've posted with plants has been taken down. So I understand it. Ours get parental age gated, so it's not so bad. We don't get a strike, wow. but yeah, it's it's a bit of a hassle because we try to run an authentic show. Um, hey, it's right, Saturday. Right. We'll we'll show some weed, man. But uh, uh, this was interesting because they're talking about drybacks. We hear about that all the time. And the dryback is just letting your pot get get dry before you uh, water it again. And I don't really believe in it. I'm doing self watering containers. I don't have a dryback period at all, and my plants do great. I'm a believer that if you have them in that perfect zone, all the I don't say the perfect zone, but that Goldilocks zone all the time, where they're where they're getting that good. Uh, they have plenty of aeration. They're also getting plenty of nutrient rich water. Uh, that's where I'm at. So uh, anybody else who, who drybacks here, who, be who believes in it? If I'm growing in a big pot uh, with a uh, soilless mix, maybe then I'll get it, let it get a little bit of a dry back because uh, sometimes I feel like overwatering can be a problem. And if I've made a mistake, I'll let it dry back a little bit and then water sure. it with a really perfect balanced feed. And then I can fix whatever problem there was. It's thirsty. It's going to eat everything right away. Um, then I'm able to run more water through the, the soilless mix in case I overfed something last time. I can just get more runoff that way. Uh, so I'll wait till I get a little bit of a dry time and then I can water more heavily and then it'll run through more. Sure. Uh, but most of the time I'm growing in cocoa and I never let cocoa get too dry because that's when you get problems. Uh, hydro never has a dry back time. Hydro stays wet all the time and hydro bangs. So yeah. uh, I must have a problem. I probably wouldn't do too much dry back. No, I, was, I was reading the comments too and uh, they make great points there like that. You change your EC dramatically. You change the amount of uh, 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 the what am I trying to say? The uh, percentage of salts or easy, you know, the uh, fertilizer that's in there compared to your uh, water. So you're constantly changing the EC. I'm sure that's got to mess with the pH as well. Uh, so when you change that moisture level so much, you're changing the concentration of nutrients. Is a, I think that's a big deal. I wouldn't want to have too oh, yeah. much of a dry back. The pH Banner, is constantly you're shaking your head. Just a, just a little bit of moisture level changing either direction will change your pH right along with it. So yeah. every step of moisture you change, that does change your pH. Not about the dry back. No. When do you rewater? When plants, when they start to, you know, leaves kind of start drooping a little bit. Really? Okay. Well, that's got to be, they got to be pretty dry to start drooping, no? Not drooping down, but not. Like praying, gotcha. you know, okay. like like a little below it's another thing, a little below below level. Let's say it's probably time to check it out. 
Yeah, hanging with your plants, man. Knowing, knowing the little yep. signals. Um, and then, I mean, I don't have all the same plants either, so they don't drink at different. Right. Or they don't drink at the same rate. Right. Dude, when do you do you do the dry back? No, I simply just. Eventually, you get in a pattern with your plants, and you know when exactly they're going. The environment's not changing. That's what it's constant in my tent. I have three plants and three and three gallons in my smaller upstairs tent, and I know. Shout out that the orange gasm is not as thirsty as the two autos I have, and it needs to be watered a little bit less. And they do, they need to be watered every day. So, but I simply can either be looking at the color of my media um, when I'm in straight cocoa, no pure light, no nothing. I can tell. You can just look at the color of cocoa and be like, man, I better water soon. Easy enough. Yep. Yeah. But yeah. I, uh, I do, I do a dry back. To me, it's not even called a dry back. It's this is like when we use the damn word. Uh, Crop steering so much in the show it got on my nerves. It's like okay, crop steerer it sounds like a wizard or some shit. Who wants Not that I'm steer? saying there's no science there. <laughs> but uh, fungus gnats. That's the only reason sometimes I let my plants almost get to wilt because it definitely keeps them um, at bay. I don't really have to do any. It's almost like an IPM of mine, if I could call it that. I always have a few, but I let it get dry enough to where they're not happy during part of that cycle. Some of the larvae has to be dying out, like they're in the sure. desert and shit. So that's how I visualize it. You keeping your tops wet though? If I got fungus gnats, I do my best not to, to soak the whole top. No, nope. that's when like those drippers come into play, or even a little mulch layer or perlite layer on top. Next time I cut my hair, I'm gonna start keeping all the hair cuttings for my family. Like in the last show, we talked about it, human hair top mulch. I think that might help fungus gnats. Yeah, we'll well, Jeff's a mulch wow. factory over there, man. Try some mosquito bits, <laughs> man. Little red donuts around the base of each plant. It's got a little NPK to it, man. I dig. Oh. oh, nice. Um, man, it's been uh, pretty. I thought sometimes it's tough when we get uh, four cats on a show hanging out that uh, stepping on each other and whatnot. It's been a pretty good hang. Pretty chill. I, I like it. Yeah, I think we have a tiny delay from Canada. So as we all stepped on each other, it was perfect, right? <laughs> Come on, let's give some shout outs, man. Let's give a little growers love to the DGC. What do you got? F a plant count, bro. F a plant <laughs> yeah. count. All right. Sure. Uh, Double and F that, a plant count. Right. And then also DGC producer, uh, they're not counting. Very cool. Um, DGC producer, <clears throat> they can't get a warrant. So, oh, no, these are actually not DGC producer names. My apologies. <laughs> Stoner Coder. Wow. And I'll give it to Death Kitten 666. Right. Wow. <laughs> you think them and Slayer 420 hang out? Death Kitten. Could that be like, sure. I'm not sure. God, that is really messed up, huh? And Stoner Coder, hit me up at Josh Grambo on Instagram. If you're a coder, we need to make some stuff together, buddy. Stoner Coder, hit me up. Yeah. Death Kitten 666. Dude wants to hang out. Hit him up. Each of you hit all of us up individually. Yeah. If, if you could. Yeah. Follow me on Instagram. Why not? Earlier, you had said um, you're you're more about a concentrates cup. You're, so your preferred method of consumption, I presume, is concentrates, dabs. I know you like dabs. Um, yeah, I, pre I prefer to smoke. I smoke tons of flour now, uh, but I prefer to smoke a dab. It's just easier. And uh, as much as I smoke, it takes a couple dabs to, to get anywhere these days. They get you <laughs> as high as flour? I always find flour gives me such a different buzz. It is a totally different buzz. Uh, I feel like dabs kind of open my eyes sometimes and I get more bug eyed, more hyper from it. And then some good flour will just close my eyes right back down and chill me the fuck out. Yeah. So it just kind of depends on which direction I'm going. Uh, I talk a lot. I do podcasts and I have my own. I'm on other shows and things. Um, smoking too much flour messes up my throat. And I'm just over here going <clears throat> the whole time. And that's that's my biggest uh, complaint about it is it messes up my throat. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I try to. Take it easy. I use this thing, uh, Volcano, yeah. behind me. Uh, started dabbing a go. little bit more, but uh, yeah, just the effect isn't the same for me. Right. I get into the uh, you know the harshness of smoke sometimes after the DDC cup. My my voice is usually pretty rough, if you will. Um, but I picked up this new pipe here from a company called Smoke Here H E I R actually. Um, a guy recommended it to me. We we're having the same discussion. He's like, check this out, dude. It's like a wood base. Uh, the metal bowl with actually ceramic on the inside, I'm saying, might be saying that wrong. It's not like you're smoking out of metal, but you just pull the end off and bam, oh, cool. right in here, that little white piece, 
is a carbon filter. Just a little oh, guy. Nice. They're super cheap. You replace them like every three. There's a, I don't know why they say virgin. Maybe you know, Scotty. It's like virgin uh, bamboo charcoal or something wow. like that. What does that mean? Does it have to be virgin? I don't know what it means. It's man. not recycled. Yeah. Don't know. Yeah. That's that's what, that is what it it's clean, means, man. Yes. It's new. Perfect. It hasn't been used yet. <laughs> Anyway, it does make it freaking smoother because you can tell on the other end of this, like a regular glass bowl, you'll you'll get tar all throughout the the, the piece, right? And, it's, yeah. and even at the end, at the mouthpiece, it'll build up over time. And when I clean my bowls, that's what makes me think about it. But on this one, after you run the filter, there's never any cleaning down here at this end. It takes a ton out. I'm not saying it's perfect, but I dig on this shit. Check them out, guys. It's uh, Smoke, H-E-I-R, I believe, dot com. Got some good shiz. Yeah, it's the tar, oh, man. That's why I smoke this. I use the volcano, uh, even dabbing. Man, it's the tar from all that plant material that really messes with you. It's the same thing as being a next, smoker. After going to a, an, a cup, a cannabis cup, or a big smoke event, the next day I'm always coughing up some funky stuff for the first couple of minutes of a shower. So, yeah, <coughs> filter might be. Yeah, I don't cough up as much stuff if I'm dabbing. I feel like I'm not getting all that, that plant stuff. I didn't smoke all the vegetables. Right. I'm sorry, man. I'm already, I'm already looking ahead. Check this out. Can you see that? This can of butter we're looking at. You ever make can of butter? I can't see the can of butter. Uh, it's gorgeous. Uh, I, made, I made some can of butter that came out green like that years ago. And uh, people had to crawl down the stairs to leave my house. Yeah, that was that was a good time. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit of a problem because uh, you just have no idea how strong it is for the most part. Yeah. That's the best part I mean, about I mean, there's, If you're making your own, for sure, and there are ways to gauge, there's recipes out there, but really it comes down to if you're using the same material to make edibles at home, whether they're as simple as a crock pot or a magical butter machine. Right. Um, yeah, it is hard to gauge. That is one reason I have, in, not in all instances, but enjoyed the rec market when you can just get for somebody like my mother-in-law yep. here is a 40, I think it was 40 to 1 CBD to THC gummy i'm like you're gonna feel oh, nothing wow. okay just to get but she actually really enjoyed them they, she's like dude that totally she's 72 totally held my sleep i'm like no shit she's like her systems her system's completely virgin to thc to cbd so like what does that mean um uh, unsoiled <laughs> her, her endo endocannabinoid system is is, is is just fully open and ready i don't know but <laughs> Um, I've enjoyed edibles. I like to know the uh, I like to know the milligram concentration of what's going on. I have been totally, I don't know if I say roasted by a cookie. Like my buddy made cookies with some can of butter. He's like, all I know is this one. You can eat the whole one, and this one only like a quarter of it. I'm like, right. Okay, that's grating. What do you guys do then? What do you guys do? Down? <laughs> yes, sir. Set them down. Eat the wrong cookie after that, right? Or you the yeah. whole thing of both of them. <laughs> what do you do with your trim then? <clears throat> my can of butter is the first thing I ever do with my trim. Um, yeah, then I found the bubble later, man, or the bubble hash. Uh, what do you do with yours? Oh, yeah. Most people are going to be mad at me when I talk about what I do with my trim. Um, most of my crops are just filled with seeds, and I'm more focused on getting the seeds out than preserving any product. So a lot of that trim is just so beat up and mushed and mucky that it goes in a, uh, what's it called, the Bokashi bucket. And it becomes uh, fertilizer for the garden in the future. I don't even consume most of it. Uh, the other part, if I do grow, uh, I grow my occasional flower crop for Mike and I to have something to smoke. Uh, that'll mostly get made into edibles or I give it to somebody to make concentrates. I love the people around here. There's a couple guys that make some really good batter. So if I have some lemon Jeffrey trim or something, I make that all into batter because I love to take dabs. Yeah, right on. I know what you're doing. You turns into bubble hash first, and then they squeeze it. You know, squeeze it uh, on a rosin uh, press, or no, just squeeze. They, the uh, they turn it into batter or diamonds and sauce. No bubble hash. It's not pressed or rosin. It's just uh, like bat, like BHO. Got it. Got BHO. it. Yeah. Excellent. Allegedly. Allegedly, man. Yeah. Wow, what did you, yeah. What did you find, Grambo? Uh, this was uh, something that you had uh, coming up in the phone. I have no idea what it is. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. This is cool hash porn. Do me a favor. Just play this if you, you want. want to play the hash porn? Play the hash porn. Oh, okay. hang Do on. my favorite like words put together. Great. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool, man. It's like, what do they call it? It's dry sift, right? Ah, uh, yes, 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 the sift. So he's doing a little dry sift, hot dry oh, sift looks, action. That looks amazing. Oh, oh, my God. oh, look at her touch that ball. 
that gives me like visceral feelings <laughs> like food. That's oh wow. Yeah, I don't know. It's a little icky. I just want to take that one. Kind of drove my OCD crazy. Yeah, I just <laughs> stepped in chewing gum, man. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. It looks yeah, making man. it worse. Yeah, that, that always that makes me think of Parmesan right there. <laughs> I used to take that the keef and make finger hash with it, and then I'd get my friends to smoke it, and nobody'd want to smoke it. They were convinced they were smoking my uh, skin cells. Stop playing. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good, that's man. That's <laughs> yeah, there's the, there's the hash porn for the uh, Saturday morning. Love how Mike's an adjective for other stuff. Right? <laughs> Mike's favorite things to smoke is scissor hash. If we're trimming, oh yeah, yeah. Mike just reaches over and. Makes a little ball of it and saves it up. And at the end of the night, we just smoke all the scissor hash. Mike loves it. Yeah, that was the best of the best back in the day. You know, before dabs, scissor yep. hash. Yeah, absolutely. Explain, is Mike uh, an associate of yours? Uh, well, Mike is uh, on the podcast sometimes. Uh, it's my uh, kind of one of my business partners, also a best friend, okay. uh, partner in crime. He's on the Grow From Your Heart podcast with me occasionally. So, yeah. He's part of the team. Mike is solid, Excellent. man. Mike comes to the events. A huge fan. Yeah. I'm a huge fan. Uh, Mike filled in for me last year at the Dude Gross Cup. I couldn't make it to the DGC because I had a little cold. And uh, Mike was kind enough to go run the, the booth for me. Always enjoy Scotty from the DGC Cup this year. I uh, I think I texted Ross to Jeff and I was like, "Is I think I was like, is the Irie Army coming to this? Something like that. Because I know last year... Um, some of those, you guys had, I believe some t-shirts and like representing and you guys placed pretty good. I think you did had, I forgot, recall what places, but, and then you're like, I, I think so. Or you, what does that mean? I'm like, I don't know, man. It almost sounds intimidating. Dude, the Irie army is coming to the DJ. <laughs> Fuck with us, man. All right. No, no, it's a, we're all one team. Uh, I was actually planning an event and then you guys announced your event. And I just said, why do we do two events? Let's everybody just go to the dude gross cup. There's no need to have two competing events. Let's just all go have one good party. So that's right. throwing the party guys. The Irie army. army will be there, but we're nothing to worry about. We just take more dads before 9 a.m. than most people do all day. That's all. <laughs> I like that. All right. I dig it. I dig Tell it. the Irie army that the DGC crew or dude grows. No, just a heads up. We are halfway sold out on that cup already. So people that are coming to DGC cup, go to ddccup.com and get hooked up June yes. 3rd out of Fort Collins, Colorado. Yes. Um, I have one last thing. What do we dude? got, Scotty? I have one last thing, okay? Remember the plants were talking to me before? They were giving me sounds. And I was like, what does it mean? Me and Grambo will have all sorts of weird coincidences that will happen. Too where Way too many. We're just like, what does that mean? And I've been thinking about it lately, and I can't make any sense of it. And then this meme came up. Ready? Yes, let's check it out. I'm very spiritual. Listen to the universe. It's always whispering you messages through song, dreams, numbers, animals, and thoughts. And I was like, dude, it's weird that it showed me that right after it showed me the plants, you know, making sounds that sounds like Morse code. Right. I don't know, man. I don't know. I thought that was an interesting. Come on. It's the weekend. It's Saturday morning. Now go make a second cup of coffee, roll a joint, take a dab and think about that one for a minute. No. Yeah. Sounds good well, to me. I like that advice. Well, hope everybody has got some fun weekend plans. Man, it's holiday. It's a long weekend here in Canada, but I guess I'm going to have my wife's off on Monday. Do I have to work Monday, Scotty? It's a show. We usually record some shows. Is it a holiday in the States Monday for any reason? What is it, Canada Day up there? I don't even know. I mean, I should. I should know what it's for. I think it ties in with Easter. Right? Isn't it around Easter time or something? Is it your Easter July Fourth? <laughs> Easter is that? Their July Fourth happens in April. Tomorrow is Easter, <laughs> and Monday would be Dingus Day. Dingus. Right? Okay. Dingus. Look it up. <laughs> Dingus Day. I like it, man. Canadian Easter oh, happens right. on Monday. Okay. So stay. Stay higher, DGC. Thank you, Ross to Jeff. Go check out some Irie Genetics. Uh, grow from your love podcast grow from your heart podcast <laughs> excuse me there you go and uh yeah always a good time hanging out jeff thanks for having me dude give yourself some shout outs where where you hang out let everybody know man um so i've got a couple of websites you can check uh, iregenetics.com will have everything you need there's a link to my discord come hang out on the discord i do uh 
We have a smokers lounge chat where I hang out and take dabs. I'll probably be on there later this evening taking dabs. Uh, I've got an Instagram, Irie underscore genetics. Everything's on my website, the Discord, the Patreon, uh, links to the seed sales, anything you could think of, irigenetics.com. I just go to the Instagram. <laughs> what the hell is that, man? You're obviously playing with AI as well. I have never yes, thought uh, to is, ask for myself. That was made by a friend that, uh, who goes by Yee motherfucking Ha. Uh, that is the Gorilla Goat uh, packaging generated by the AI. Yeah. That is fucking awesome. I feel more powerful right now, man. Gorilla Goat. There'll be some at the DGC Cup. Come get them. Wow, that is cool. I dig, man. Very cool. Hey, brother. Peace out, DGC. Take her easy, dude. Take her easy, Jeff. And take her easy, Banner, man. It's good hanging out this Saturday. Hope you guys have a, have a great rest of the weekend, DGC. Have a great rest of the weekend. Go get a high and do something fun. Hey, what are you? I'm edibles, bro. I get you fucked up. I'm Tom's. I make your belly feel better. If you have too much spicy food or sugar. Yo, bro, I got lots of sugar and weed. I come in cherry flavor. Yes, so do I, bitch. Thousand milligrams. What you want? I'm just here to have fun. Guys, 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 I'm a candle. I'm a goddamn candle. Shut up, candle. You smell good. I can't smell candle, but I think we could be friends. Yo, shut up, Toms. Hey, edibles, hook me up.